the job of anybody who has a TV program, whether it's a news program, financial, political, whatever it is, their job is not to educate you. Although they may want to do that, their job is to keep you entertained so that you stay tuned so that they can do what? They can sell commercials. It's time for the Making Money Podcast with financial advisor, Lee Perkins. Well, as 2020 is uh, starting to roll along now and we're getting settled in, really, there's been one main topic of conversation, and that's the SECURE Act. So we're going to have some thoughts on that today. Before getting into our main topic of financial media bias, dun, 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 the fake news conversation, you know, look, it's out there. There's bias out there, whether intentional or not. And we will discuss some areas where you can find that and how to kind of be aware when you're getting your information, make sure you're getting the right information. And we do this show and every show with Lee Perkins over at JL Perkins Wealth Management, the owner and financial advisor there. Lee, how are you? Ben, I'm doing well. I hope things are going well where you are. We are we are up to our ears in, in tax planning and long-term care planning. That's That seems to be still on the forefront of everybody's mind. And so that's, that is keeping us busy nowadays. Yeah, does tax planning ever stop, or does it uh, actually pick up at the beginning of the year? You know, it, it shouldn't stop because, you know, I think taxes are, are going to be one of the biggest uh, expenses for people in retirement. You know, we see it spike in the first quarter just as people get ready for taxes, and we also see it spike a little bit in the, the fourth quarter of the year as they're trying to, to do the last-minute things that their, you know, CPA is telling them to do. So, yeah, and then all throughout the year, it, it it's like it never stops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it can't stop. It's a big part of everybody's planning process and it needs to be or else you'll be caught off guard and, and have to write a check that you weren't expecting to down the road. <laughs> Bingo. Uh, you got uh, it. Well, let's, uh, before we jump in, let me remind you, JL Perkins Wealth Management. You can find them online, jlperkinswealth.com. You can call them 478-254-3550. They got their office in Northside Crossing. They serve all of the Macon area. And uh, that's what we hope to do today. We serve you up some, uh, some info on financial media bias. But I want to start first with this, uh, this headline that I saw, and really a headline that's kind of all over the place right now. And it's about the SECURE Act and the Stretch IRA. And it's Stretch IRA is dead now. There's been a lot of changes in general with this, uh, the SECURE Act. And I'm sure you're having this conversation with people already. But what do we need to know right now as we uh, begin 2020 here? All right. Yeah, this conversation has come up with virtually everybody that I've met with since the first of the year, and we will continue to educate our clients and other folks. I'm actually doing a workshop at a college here in a couple of weeks, and that is going to be one of the topics. So the main things that are affecting people right away is the, I'll say the RMD age is changing from 70 and a half to 72 if you are already taking an RMD, then you know it's not going to change you. But if you were going to turn 70 and a half this year, and this was going to be your first year to take an RMD, then you don't have to do that. It's pushed down the road to 72. So that's kind of the first thing that, that is impacting people immediately. The next thing that you referenced, the stretch IRA is no longer available. So what that means, or prior to this, if you inherited an IRA from, say, your, your parent passed away and you inherited an IRA, you could actually stretch that IRA over your lifetime. So you would have to take an RMD, a required minimum distribution, as long as you are living. 
And so that's a way, you know, if you put the numbers into a calculator, if a 25 or a 35 year old inherits an IRA and that money's invested properly, they can take a lot of money out of that IRA over their lifetime. That's now off the table. Now, when you inherit an IRA, that IRA has to be exhausted in 10 years. So for many people, that is going to create a, a tax planning opportunity because if somebody is already at a pretty high level of income, now they have to take this additional income, which is going to be more than it would have been in the past. Uh, you definitely have to make some arrangements for that. So those are really, Ben, those are really the main two things that are affecting people right now. But in our workshops, we're going to go into to further detail over everything. And I assume this workshop, like all workshops, you can find uh, information on your website, correct? Yes. Yes. Just go to the website and you can see it right there. Okay, perfect. So yeah, this is a conversation you need to be having with your advisor now and start to make plans for uh, these changes because they will affect everybody and it needs to be worked into your plan uh, immediately. So have those conversations uh, right now and uh, you can always reach out to Lee. If you're not working with an advisor, it's a good time now to sit down with somebody and, and start building out that plan. Let's move into our main topic today of bias and financial media. And it's always important, you know, to keep yourself up to date with what's going on in the financial world. You know, we talk about that all the time, but it's also important to understand that the information you get from the media isn't completely unbiased, unfortunately. So let's talk about some of the problems with the financial media. And, you know, it's a lot like the media in general. This day and age, let's start with number one. And I think this is just kind of the era we live in now. Lee, and that's sensationalism. It's all about the headline. It's all about getting your attention rather than the actual message and the info inside of that uh, that headline. Got it. I've talked about this for years. Um, the media, and we'll, we'll talk financial media. I don't want to get into political media. Right. But the job of anybody who has a TV program, whether it's a news program, financial, political, whatever it is, their job is not to educate you. Although they may want to do that, their job is to keep you entertained so that you stay tuned so that they can do what? They can sell commercials every yep. uh, 10 or 11 minutes or whatever the segment is before they go break for the next commercial. So that is the purpose. And that's why you see some of these financial news programs. They have their set set up. It kind of looks like a sports center anchor's desk. And, and they're talking back and forth, and they're creating a lot of, you know, um, angst and anxiety and excitement over this or that. And, and all they're trying to do is to keep you tuned in. Because if I did a, a TV program in which I was telling you, you know, about a sound financial planning program, boy, it's going to be a boring show because I'm not going to try to wow you on, on dazzle you with this investment or that investment and unfortunately that's what a lot of this boils down to is hey tune in after this break we're going to tell you the top three stocks that you got to own in retirement and mm -hmm. you know a lot of that again it's just it's entertainment trying to get you to watch the commercials because the commercials are what allow these programs to be on your tv yeah there might be some value behind what they're saying but a lot of it's exaggerated to get your attention so be aware of that the next place you can find some bias is in paid placements. And, you know, we're used to like the infomercials and such, but, you know, marketing's got a lot more clever to where, whether it be something you read online or in a magazine or wherever it is, it might look like an actual news story talking about a great product. But truthfully, 
there's a company behind it that's paying to send you that message. Yeah, this has really become more popular in the last five to 10 years as people are being more creative about how they spend their marketing dollars. And they're using these avenues where there are a lot of eyes watching. And so, you know, I mean, you can watch a, a sitcom and when the family is sitting down to eat a eat a, a breakfast and there's a cereal box that is placed perfectly towards the camera, you can bet that Kellogg's paid some money to get that box of whatever the cereal <laughs> is facing that camera. And it can be the same thing with other, you know, with other things. And I'm not talking about certain, you know, like, you know, certainly when you watch a golf tournament, it seems like every other commercial is a financial services type of commercial because that's, you know, presumably wealthy people play golf. Now, I know a lot of broke people play golf, too. And a lot of people yeah. are broke because they play a lot of golf. That's what, <laughs> yeah, that's that's what a lot of people would say. But, yeah, you got to know that, that advertising is everywhere and marketing is everywhere. And just make sure that you're aware of that and, and know that somebody's probably paying to have that that product or that that financial service having that out there. Yeah, very true. The next spot is, look, when you're listening to TV and, and somebody's giving you their opinion or they're giving you some advice, or you're reading a story about you know, strategies for planning, there might not be any incorrect information in that message, but that message might not be intended for you. You might be in a totally, completely different spot in your retirement planning to where it makes absolutely no sense for you to follow that advice. So being aware of who that message is intended for is a big part of doing your research. Right. There's so much information out there and who that information is geared towards is not an exact science. Uh, you know, I always say I am a fan of Dave Ramsey, but boy, he sometimes will give advice like it is the letter of the law for everybody. And that's just not true. I mean, when he's giving federal employees investment information and he's telling them exactly how to set up their their TSP uh, he's got to know that people are 25 years old that are working there and there are people that are 60 years old and there's no way they would be invested the same way so as the consumer of the information you got to take the information in you know the information's coming from every, everywhere but then make sure you apply that to your situation and and Ben I would even say as people are listening to to my podcast or or financial radio shows or anything like that make sure that you're you're applying it to your situation cuz not everything that I talk about even here on this show every time is is applicable to everybody now our our clientele are people who are retiring or almost retired so Pretty much, you know, we're, we're going to hone in on the information that's geared towards that, uh, that kind of thing. So as I'm talking about risk and being maybe a little bit more risk averse for somebody who's about to retire, if you're 35 and listen to the to this podcast, right. man, yeah, take that with a grain of salt because you need to be taking risk right now much more than somebody who's 60 and listening. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, any it's hard to, I'm trying to think of any examples of financial advice that would be applicable to everybody across the board. I mean, I, I, I'm not coming up with anything immediately. Maybe you can, but I think that just that message that, Hey, you know, there's really no clear cut solution for everyone. It's all, you know, personalized and should be customized to what you want to do. And that's why you work with an advisor. Absolutely. The last one is, I think this is a good one and where, you know, in bias, oftentimes you'll, you'll find somebody or follow somebody and they might be selling you hard on a product, but they have, 
either an incentive behind it or they maybe have an axe to grind on, on a specific, maybe even, I think it's stocks when I think of this uh, specific example. Somebody might try to downplay a stock because they got burned or didn't get in early enough or they might be trying to sell you a stock because they've got a lot of it and they want it to see, see it continue to rise. Yeah, this is this is a big one. You got to be really careful here when you're listening to somebody who is so on fire one way or another for a particular company, you know, they're for it or against it. Just take that information in and verify that information with somebody else and see if somebody else has a similar thing. If there's a quote guru out there who is the only guru in the world who is saying that this company is going to explode by 10 times its value over the next three years. Uh, that guy's probably, you know, got some ulterior motive behind that, whether he owns the stock or somebody's paying him to say that. Consider the message and then consider who is giving you that message and maybe research that a little bit. Like you said, somebody could have been burned in the past on a, in a position on a certain company and that would skew I guess their uh, outlook on that company and the information that they put out there. So just be careful again, make sure it, it is applicable to you and your situation. Yeah, that's the bottom line in this conversation is, you know, you're doing your research and that's great, but make sure you are paying attention to your sources of information and then the message that you're being uh, given. Make sure that is applicable to yourself. Make sure there's no uh, hidden agenda behind that message. And whenever you have an idea or hear something or you've, you know, maybe there's a product that you read about or heard about, you probably, Lee, would recommend somebody come sit down with you and and tell you about what they hear or what they're thinking about or considering and let you kind of give them some feedback. Yeah, I, that's critical. Get some feedback from somebody who who is independently just objective and can look at your situation from an objective uh, from a, an objective standpoint. Because lots of times you're too close to your situation, you're too close to the money, you're too emotionally attached to it to make a good decision. And so, lots of times it does make sense to sit down with somebody who can step back and look at things in its entirety. And I, I think that's a, a very wise thing to do. Indeed. So sit down with Lee. You can go ahead and schedule a meeting or a consultation with him now and start working on these your plan or to get some feedback on some things you're considering maybe investing in or a path you might head down. Get his feedback before you do so. Uh, JL Perkins Wealth Management. You can find him online at jlperkinswealth.com or uh, you can call over the phone 478-254-3500. Before we wrap up our conversation today, let's throw out a little quote of the month, a little inspiration, some knowledge to start off 2020 here. I'm going to give you a quote from Warren Buffett. I want you to kind of explain it a little bit to me here, uh, Lee. So he said once, only buy something that you'd be perfectly happy to hold if the market shuts down for 10 years. Yeah, that's a great quote. And he's got lots of pearls of wisdom that are out there that people quote very often. I like this one because it challenges somebody uh, it challenges somebody to push aside that microwave mentality that we we want immediate results for. You know, I can't tell you how many times people come in, become a client, we set up a well diversified plan and in two months, you know, we might have the market maybe down three days in a row and they're like, do we need to make changes? No, we don't need to make changes. We're, we're not going to make a short-term adjustment. I mean, we're putting together a 20, 30-year plan. Yep, we'll reallocate, we'll rebalance as we need it, but I'm not going to let a short-term thing 
change the whole plan. And so that's exactly what Warren Buffett is saying here. If you you know buy a company or something, you're going to buy something. Would you be fine to let that sit for 10 years knowing you couldn't do anything to it? And I think a lot of people, that will make them very, very nervous. It, I mean, it, it really would because our emotions make us want to try to time the market. And I've said it on the, this program before. The only people that can successfully time the market every time are called liars. They, they just, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. you can't. Nobody can do it every time. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, great, great one there from from Warren Buffett. Well, let's close out with uh, that wisdom from Warren and Lee uh, right here on the Making Money Podcast. Lee, thanks for the time today. I appreciate it. And uh, make sure you go register for uh, upcoming seminars, either this one on the Secure Act with uh, Lee or anything he's got coming up in the future. It's all there at jlperkinswealth.com. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Ben. Take care. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.